Hello, welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts, a podcast where you, our listeners, can become part of a conversation with us. We are three therapists who are going to talk about the good, the hard, and all the in-betweens of life. Come join us. Welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts. This is our holiday updated episode. Basically, a few years ago, I think two years ago, we did an episode all about minimizing stress around the holidays. And then this is basically an updated version of that. What we've learned, what we've tried, what's gone well, what hasn't, how to set some boundaries, maybe some new ideas for traditions, you know. So, We are all here, all three of us. It's me, Jessica, I've got Taylor, I've got KJ, and we are ready to talk about the holidays. So first things first, I really wanted to know what is a new tradition or a time-honored tradition that you guys will be doing this year to Mm. enhance your holiday season, you know? All right, I'll start. I think this year I'm going to attempt an advent calendar situation. How a situation. (laughs) Yeah, situation because social media would lead you to believe that if you do an advent calendar, you must make it look completely adorable. Mm -hmm. There must be. I know. Mine does. Beautiful (laughs) ornaments and teddy bears and little wrapped gifts and this is all sounding familiar every day must be a scavenger hunt through the house i also do that yeah things so um that is not what i'm going for Mm -hmm. um my son is two and a half and so he's like what's a scavenger hunt yeah yeah (laughs) so i'm just i think it would be fun to do like little things each day um Just, I think more just so I have like fun activities to do with him and get him excited about Christmas. And, um, but yeah, they're going to be simple things like read a Christmas story or, um, wear Christmas PJs. Um, yeah, watch the Grinch 700. Yeah. Um, my husband and I did talk about having like a, a fun little movie night with him where like we put his sister to bed because she's four months old and won't know and then we just (laughs) him up and we have like a little treat and watch a christmas movie like things like that that are really simple to execute i think will be fun Mm -hmm. that's awesome i love that Mm -hmm. i love like the lack of pressure that you're putting on yourself too exactly Mm -hmm. let's see so my my tradition is this year we are actually going to cut down our own Christmas tree for the first time. Ooh. I know. It sounds great, but I'm also making room within myself for it to be like the worst experience we've ever had, you know? Kind of like, this is new tradition. We're trying it out. Like, maybe we can't find one. Maybe it's hard to cut down. It won't be snowy, though, at least, right? Uh, no. <laughs> That's the beauty. That's what I'm saying. That's positive, at least for you guys. 
That's true. I was like, because it would be pretty snowy if you're doing it here. Yes, yeah. So here you can cut down your own. So we thought it'd be fun to go pick one out, cut it down, and bring it home. I'm loving this. Mm -hmm. I can't Mm -hmm. wait to see. I know. I know. I do want to hear my terrifying story. I had a client who had a Christmas tree and they were being really cute and having a sleepover under the tree. Oh no. And then there was a nest of spiders. So they woke up with spiders (gasps) all over them. So please PSA check your tree for any sort of critters. That is my my good advice for you for the day. (laughs) I think about that every time someone's like, we're bringing home a tree. I'm like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. my nightmare. Is would be the spiders, not the fresh tree, because most trees are fine. But, I, oh yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. I would be doing that now because anything mm-hmm. creepy, crawly, or is yeah, my nightmare for sure. So be careful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my tradition um, that we're starting, I haven't ever done before, is with my girls. I'm going to be doing. It's like a book advent, you could say, I guess, but I'm going to wrap all of our Christmas books and then I'm going to give them one every day so that we can kind of read them as we get closer to Christmas. Because we read books for like every nap time, which for the babies is like 600 times a day feels like, you know, it's just two times, but it feels like a lot. So we're going to be doing that. It should be really cute. I bought a bunch of used books for this year. So I think I got like 12 or 13 new books for my older daughter because we had to pass on all of her previous books because she's older now, you know? So they're all going to be new to her. So this year will be like extra exciting because she hasn't seen any of them. And I'm going to put them under her Christmas tree, which is in her room, which is white with pink and blue and green lights. It's It's so cute. So cute. That is part of me fulfilling my dream to have a Christmas tree in every room, which you may remember from Mm -hmm. our last holiday episode. So I'm on my way, guys. Can she sleep? Can she sleep with it on? Well, I saw her in the adorable photo. She was like asleep. She can. So yeah, she does. She has fallen asleep underneath it with the lights on for nap time several times. But I do not let her have it on at night. I'm not going to disrupt her deep no, no, sleep no. like that no, you know no. so my gosh so cute so oh. fun so oh. yeah so lots of books that's our mm-hmm. new thing this year mm-hmm. so one thing we could do is share maybe something that is stressing us out about the holidays and kind of process through how to approach it and maybe that can give some ideas of how to navigate things in maybe a mentally healthy way Mm -hmm. during this season yeah for sure I think that for me we're because right before Thanksgiving right now so we're hosting Thanksgiving this year and we have eight adults and 11 children all together that are going to be staying here for a few nights and in our home and that's so these people are like amazing people who have known me for a really long time and I'm not trying to like impress anybody, but I also want to show up for my friends and create a comfortable and enjoyable time and stay. So I have felt myself kind of like tensing and stressing out, trying to meet everybody's imagined expectations that I have in my mind, you know, like, Oh, 
they're probably going to want to do this and they're probably going to want to eat here and they're probably going to want to have this experience and I want to make that happen for them. But what I'm having to do is step back away from all of those imagined expectations. And so what I've done is I have done all the preparation that I need to. I've gone grocery shopping. I've gotten my food. Uh, Logan and I have made like a list of activities and then we are just going to like present those to our people and whatever is chosen we will do and so I'm trying to like step back proactively prepare which tends to reduce my anxiety like I'm front-loading coping which you've probably heard us say that term a few times where we front load which means that we just prepare and we're like proactive in our coping mechanisms when or if we encounter stressors so that when it does happen I can just kind of breathe through it and be like you know what this is going to be totally fine I'm prepared for this and this is going to be what it is also something else that I'm trying to implement a lot right now is a concept called like radical acceptance or reality acceptance and that's accepting what is so when I do that for example Today I was really stressed out because I wanted to find this certain grocery item and I went to two stores and I couldn't find it. And so I was freaking out being like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, what if I can't find it? What if I can't get it? What if was it's it not? Brussels sprouts? No, <laughs> I wish. No, it was not Brussels sprouts. It was a special type of cheese. And so I really oh. wanted this cheese. Couldn't find mm-hmm. it. I was freaking out about it. So then what I did, I know first world problems. I just step back and for like radical acceptance, you name an emotion like, okay, I'm feeling panicked that I can't find this cheese, right? And then that's what I accept. So instead of like freaking out and worrying and going over it, it's I'm experiencing this emotion because of this thing that is happening and that is what is, right? Couldn't find the cheese. That's what is happening. I feel disappointed that I can't find the cheese and I'm accepting my reality. No cheese for me. A bummer of a reality, honestly. I know, right? <laughs> so this is like a I don't silly even like cheese, but I can see how someone would like it. This is like, like it, a you know? silly example, but at the same time, it's, you know, it is just what it is. And you can apply it to other things, you know, not just cheese, but when people are breaking your boundaries or when you're disappointed about something or when something doesn't work out. So. Yes. I... Let's see. I have a couple of examples. I'm realizing like I have several things that are stressing me out, but I'll start with Thanksgiving because it's this week. So you'll be hearing this after Thanksgiving, but um, we are going to be with my husband's whole family. And so we were talking about um, like uh, food, who's going to bring what. And I... This sounds so weird, but I don't have anything that I'm good at making that goes along with the like traditional Thanksgiving meal. And so I think I get in my head about that and I'm like stressed out, like I don't make green bean casserole or I don't make sweet potatoes. I don't, I don't really have much to contribute. And so we were talking about, you know, what items everyone was going to bring. I was like, you know just gonna bring drinks like fun drinks yeah. that drinks is are so vital mm-hmm. my my lane mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going to just have fun like picking out some special drinks for people and I will feel like I contribute but I 
I'm not going to be stressed, you know, the whole day before, like trying to make something brand new that I've never made before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been reading this book called, oh, what's it called? The Lazy Genius Way. Have you guys heard of this? Oh, book? yeah. Well, I'm also reading it because you told oh, me yeah. to read I it. Guess so I, I just, oh. I'm like halfway, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's basically, talk. it talks about how to be, lazy about the things that don't really matter and a genius about the things that do. Okay. It's just a way to like reframe things in your mind. So you're realizing when you're stressing about things that don't really matter. And so a couple of her tips were things like when you have people come over for dinner, always make the same meal for you know, when people come to dinner. So I realized that my mom did that growing up. Whenever someone was coming for dinner, whenever we hosted, she made chicken pot pie with brownies and ice cream for dessert. Oh my gosh. My entire life. Magical. It was. And it was like, she was never stressed about cooking because it was so routine. She already knew what she was going to make. And she, you know, she wasn't stressed. And so I just have been thinking about that in different ways of like approaching the stress of the holidays. So when I looked at this Thanksgiving situation, I was like, I am stressed about having to make something I've never made before. But what am I good at? I'm good at going to Sam's Club and buying fun drinks in bulk. And that can totally be used for this situation. So I'm doing sure. Yes, lazy genius that. Mm-hmm. Lazy genius way. It's genius. And lazy. <laughs> and a little bit lazy because you don't have to do much cooking, which is also genius. So good. Truly. Yes. truly. Okay, so if we shift gears a little bit, mm-hmm. what I want to talk about is Christmas gift giving, which is coming up. So we as a friend group, like KJ and Taylor and I, we have a friend group from grad school and we do secret Santa. And this year I, gosh, you guys, my, my Siri just turned on. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She's listening. I can't say her name because then she keeps talking. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I just didn't want everyone to hear that. So we do secret Santa, which is so fun, but this year I'm really into minimizing like, okay, what should I get people that they're actually going to use that they're actually going to want that kind of a thing. Right. Um, because I would like the same thing for myself instead of like things that I don't need and whatnot. So here's what I did. And I know it's secret Santa, but I texted my secret Santa sister and I said, (laughs) hello, it's me. And I said, I'm very stoked to have gotten your name. I'm so excited. So I gave her a list because I do feel like I should do some of the legwork, right? So I said like a restaurant gift card, a movie gift card, um, an item that you've been wanting, but you haven't bought yourself, that kind of thing. And she so nicely responded and said, actually, I've really been wanting to get into this. Here are some like things that I've been looking at, but I haven't gotten yet. Boom. Done. Wonderful. I never in my, like ever, ever would have gotten what she suggested ever. And so I'm so happy it worked out and it took so much stress off of me. I even like texted her cause we're therapists. So I was like, um, 
I have a lot of anxiety around gift giving. It's very difficult for me. So this will just like alleviate it. And she was like, thanks so much for telling me that it stresses you out, you know, but also our friends are all very nice. So I knew they would all be nice about it. But that is a very easy thing that just made life a lot more simple for me. And like, then you know that you're getting someone what they want. And I don't think you have to do this for everyone. Like obviously with your children, with your spouse, you kind of like have a better idea. But sometimes like with a friend where you're like a little bit detached, it can be stressful to be like, what do I do for you? Because I want it to be meaningful, but also I'm not close enough in your orbit to know exactly, you know, I'm not like, like Elliot will be like, oh, I want these shoes just in passing. And I'll be like, log that away for later, you know? Yeah. So it was very helpful, very easy. I feel like it's a great, easy way to make things a little bit nicer for you as the gift giver, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like bit, that. A little bit less fun, but you know, <laughs> guys, Siri just keeps wanting to interrupt me. Oh my gosh, I did it again. I'm <laughs> saying her name. <laughs> she who must not be named. I forget. I just don't usually have her turned on. Mm-hmm. But I'm using my husband's computer, and apparently he does. So, mm-hmm. anyways, there's my really good tip. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh. So sorry about that. <laughs> oh, oh my man, uh, Elliot always turning Siri on. What a guy. We are. Seven oh. years old, nine years old. What is it? Twelve year old? That's like more like a twelve year old joke. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so truly well, I love, this year, you know, yeah. I love what you were just saying about like how you were doing your gifts. I was thinking about it because what keeps us from doing things like that when we want to? And it's an expectation or a belief, right? So the belief is that presents or gifts are only meaningful when they are like a surprise, when you can, you know, readily anticipate what that person needs. Yes, you can, yes, and you give them the perfect, You find the best thing, you know, yeah. Exactly. So you were kind of like fighting that, you know, kind of like belief or, you know, assumption, right, that that's meaningful gift giving, and then you changed it around to work for you, and your receivee, your receiver. Yeah, my, the, the person who receives. Thank you. you. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever they're called. Recipient. Recipient. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us could remember that really difficult word. <laughs> so thank you, KJ. You're welcome. I'm just trying to keep this ship afloat. <laughs> <laughs> we we truly appreciate it. Oh. No, okay. I really like yeah. how you said that, Taylor. Um, yeah. I mean expectations I think are what fuels stress this time of year and I've been thinking about this a lot with gifts I'm doing the um something they want something they need something to wear something they to read for my son again this year um because it worked really well last year and so I think I just had to assess like what about gift giving really stresses me out. So the first thing is money, cost. The second thing is um, being overwhelmed by options and just a lot of things. And I think that stems from my childhood of being an only child. 
And my mom the is... favorite. You get lots of gifts. Yes. My mom is an amazing gift giver. And I think she just really enjoys the process of like seeing something, buying it, wrapping, yeah. giving it. Like it's more of her love language. That's how she yeah. shows you love, you know? But I think as a kid, sometimes I would get overwhelmed by like the amount of things that were given to me. And then it was like my attention was split between like all of these different things. And so I think from that, I just get overwhelmed at the idea of like receiving a lot of things from people. And so with my kids, I am trying to just be a little more minimal about gift giving and see how it goes. But so I'm doing the read, want, whatever thing. And then with money, um, how I've done that this year is I have one credit card that I just basically save cash back all year. And then that is my budget for Christmas gifts for my kids. And so in that way, like I just, I'm like, okay, so my budget is this and I'll get these items. And then I just put that cash back right back on the credit card and I don't feel like super overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice, easy budget to like, just know here's my budget. You don't have to come up with it. It's created for you. And it Mm -hmm. was money that was like bonus money, you know? Mm-hmm. Bonus money, exactly. So you're like, I'm happy to spend this bonus money on my kids instead of spending out of our budget or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm really getting into, um, I think I also get overwhelmed with giving gifts to adults. <laughs> kids yeah. are pretty easy, right? Like I said. But, yeah, adults, <laughs> like with my parents, you know, whenever I say, what do you guys want? Like how Jessica was just saying how she did that. When I've asked them that, they always just say, I have everything that I need. Mm-hmm. And so this year. Wonderful. No I, gifts for you. Yeah. <laughs> I decided to take that to heart in that I'm hoping to gift experiences. Mm. So Very smart. Yeah. With my mom, like she does not listen to the podcast. Um, so I will just say what I'm getting her. But I'm trying to find like um, either a Broadway ticket situation or like oh, yeah. a musical theaters so fun because she took me to those growing up and that's just like a memory I have of like mommy daughter dates with her Mm -hmm. and so I figured you know when she comes to visit me I can treat her to like an outing to a musical theater performance and it will kind of be like a nod to things we did so very fun for my dad yet but I'm like excited about that gift and I'm hoping Mm -hmm. she'll be too and then that way I'm not actually giving things mm-hmm. um, because they've said they don't need anything. So yeah. we'll have an experience together. So cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. How do, oh, I'm not a good gift giver. Just not a good gift giver over here. I truly, I just, I don't feel love through gifts. Like mm-hmm. if somebody gives me a gift, I mean, that's, that's wonderful. Like, thank you so yeah. much. Don't I ever see. Stop. Here's something: is I really do feel loved through gifts. Like, it's yeah. for sure one of my love languages. But I cannot go outwards for doing it's it. So it's hard. very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, weird Taylor. Thing. See, I told Taylor before we recorded that I have her for a secret Santa. <laughs> so right now I'm like challenge accepted. You oh, will good. feel loved when you get one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there you oh, go. I 
and I always feel it. I just like, oh, it's, yeah, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to give gifts. I've given, I was telling KJ, I've given like one truly epic gift in my whole life. <laughs> and I still remember that feeling. And now I'm kind of chasing that feeling. Yeah, I you're like, love. I'll never get there again. I was like, I would love to do this again. But I think it's just like, sometimes I just feel a little overwhelmed with like my life and all of the things that I have to do on a daily basis. And so I think if I had like time and intention and mm -hmm. I'm a very research oriented person, so if I had like a lot of time to like research and do all this stuff, I really feel like I could effectively give a gift. Sometimes That's I feel That's what a little... she talks about in The Lazy Genius. Yeah, exactly. She says yeah. our problem with gift giving isn't that we don't want to give the gift. It's that we don't have yeah. the time and energy to do it. Yes. And so she yeah. recommends like when we have a teacher, I always give them this gift. When you have a friend, I always give them this gift. Okay. And so you when like, I friend, I always yeah. Give them this gift. Well, this yeah. is a funny story. Logan is a really good gift giver, especially to my stepdad. <laughs> he just goes random. Okay. <laughs> but he has like, like, <laughs> Uh, my stepdad, he like was having a problem with flies, like flying into their house. They have like mm -hmm. this beautiful backyard and they, in the summer. They always love leaving their back door open so you can like hear the fountain and all this stuff. But then all these flies fly into the house. So he tried so many things. It was like tape hanging in the middle of the doorway at one point. Like you had read something about like tape <laughs> catching the flies or like a bag full of water and pennies. Like, yeah, I have heard keeping, that. Yeah. Keeping flies away. And so Logan got him a itsy bitsy tiny venus fly trap for hit for oh, his present. <laughs> oh my god so just eat them all perfect yeah it's so funny but it's just because the fly you know so he yes. logan has like a talent for those things mm -hmm. and so i think something that i also have to think about here is like comparison I compare right. myself to Logan's gift giving abilities. I compare myself to pretty much everybody on social media who gives killer gifts oh, man, or yeah. other of my like friends and family who, who just like, I have a friend and she is the best gift. Like she starts early. She feels so like so much joy giving a thoughtful gift and she gives mm -hmm. the best gifts. And so I really, I have to like talk myself down from like yeah. my comparison. I'm like, this is just what I can do. I have to trust that my relationships can stand on their own outside of my ability to well, we'll give see. a gift. You, yeah. <laughs> you might be alone next year. I'm glad I don't have you as my secret <laughs> Santa to give to. <laughs> Otherwise, like, well, Taylor, I'd be like, it wasn't good enough. So, this maybe to validate you, Taylor. I know you're not asking for it, but I want to okay. give it. So, last year you had our friend Melissa. For Secret Santa, and you gave her a purple robe. Mm -hmm. And why I feel like this is thoughtful is because you knew she would love a robe, but you also remembered her favorite color. I did which, that. That is not something that takes up space in my brain at all. <laughs> like, I wish I could remember nope. details about people and their likes and dislikes. It's true. I don't have that ability, but I feel like you do. Yeah. And so you, you did. made as bad as you think you are. I did it. Yeah, well, and you you gave KJ the drink yes, stuff. Yes, I did. I make uh, what are they called? Oh. Steamers. With caramel. so I obviously remember that. So it was meaningful to I me. Know. Okay, so. so what you're saying is I'm an excellent gift giver. You are. Have a little confidence. And, I can and to go forth all and of you, now. yeah, <laughs> all of you out there, you're probably better at giving gifts than you think. That's true. So. That's true. And honestly. 
And if you're not, then be like me and literally just ask the person. Like I said, I gave her a list, like, here's five things I'm happy to get you. And then she was like, actually, I do have a thing that I want. And I was like, wonderful. I love it. Let me get that for you, you know? Well, and I need to read that book because that's such a good idea. Giving teachers one thing, giving family. And so, yeah, she has, so she has like one gift for teacher appreciation day, one gift for the end of school. Like they're different gifts. Like this one is always this gift card. This one is always this thing, you know, Mm -hmm. very interesting. Very smart. I love that. Yeah. You could have like one thing you do for like a hostess gift or something Mm -hmm. or um, and I realized that's something my mom also did, like friends and neighbors. Um, she always delivered poppy seed bread at Christmas time. Right. My mom and dad would make baklava every year. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's involved. It was, it, yeah, that's wow. why it was a one time a year. It was very involved. They're like, I like, and I have fond childhood memories of my mom and dad yeah. counting out the sheets of puff pastry and then people would be like oh i can't wait for my baklava yeah, you know they were like so it. into it yeah yeah. So, yeah it's kind of fun to do something like that tradition yeah. you know tradition tradition yes and well then... i hope that we've given you guys some wonderful <laughs> ideas <laughs> i think we have i think this could be a successful holiday season for all mm-hmm Well, bye. 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 Thanks for joining us today. We want to create a community of inclusion where we can have conversations about topics that you need help with or have questions about. We want you to have a voice in this process, so please let us know what you want to hear about on future episodes. You can email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com. And if you search thoughtspod, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All original music is composed by Milan Bryich from Valley of the Bears, and our logos are by Rick Thomas. Thanks for joining us.